0: It's all based around decisions, right? We're learning to make godly decisions. How many of you guys want to make godly decisions? That's what we want to do as parents to make godly decisions. And so many times we get stressed and worried about, "Did I make the right decision?" And we just stressed out and we shut down, and anxiety and depression takes in. How many want to let go of that anxiety and depression today? In Jesus' name, it's going to go, because I'm going to give you some tools today to make some godly decisions from the scriptures today. My title today is Freedom to Choose. Think about that. Freedom to Choose, Not Always Free. Freedom to Choose, Not Always Free. First of all, we're going to make some decisions, okay? i got a decision box here, okay? So these might be some simple decisions for you, okay? So Which one of these would you choose? Call it out. Okay, basketball. I would probably choose basketball too. Yeah, basketball. Okay, so that's a fairly simple decision, right? What about this? Go ahead and put that on the screen. What do you like to eat? We got some fajitas, Mexican food. We got some uh, Italian food, pasta. Who's, Who's the Mexican food people in here? Oh, come on. What about the pasta Italian food? Well, there's very limited in San Angelo, Texas, since we got a lot of Mexican restaurants in San Angelo, Texas, right? Okay, simple decisions because these are things that you like, right? What about this? Do, what about gaming? Who, who likes video games here? A uh, few handful of people. Would you prefer video games or family game night? Family game night, isn't that more personal and more interactive, right? Family game night, okay, so it sounds like some of you guys need to start playing in some family game nights. Okay, what about, what would you choose between a dog or a cat? How many dog lovers in here, raise your hand. <laughs> How many cat lovers? <laughs> when we first moved in the house that we were living in, um, that we're living in right now, um, My wife, and I was like, I don't want a cat. I do not want a cat at all. But she goes, oh, it's so cute. It's just a little cat, and it's going to be an outside cat because we're kind of living in country land, you know, and we have snakes and different things. Guess what that cat became? indoor cat, right? No indoor cats. Okay, what would you choose? Would you choose Yosemite National Park with the waterfall, or would you choose the beach at the Caribbean? (laughs) Wow, so y'all are already making some decisions pretty easy, pretty quick, right? What about the more difficult decisions of life? What about who do I need to marry? Who do I need to date? How do I teach my kids lessons when I've made so many mistakes? What do we do with the difficult decisions in life? You know what we need to do? get out the word of God and press in. We must get in the word of God. See, it's easy for us to make decisions on things that we really enjoy. But you know, when you commit your life to the Lord, you surrender all. But we have trouble surrendering all, right? So hopefully I can give you some tools today to work through that. The theme scripture for today, check this out, they've already said it, but it says, True shining light guides me in my choices and decisions. The revelation of your word makes my pathway clear. Just reading this thing is not going to change you. Until you internalize it and say, hey, this is my lifeline. This is how I make good decisions. This is the way that makes me prosper. I meditated on in the morning and, and, and noon and, and at night. I meditate on this thing to prosper my soul because God has called me to works and plans for me to prosper and not live the half way life, but live the abundant life to live in fullness. But it comes through revelation. Yes, we need to read it. Yes, we need to listen to it. Yes, we need to speak it and declare it. We have to participate with it. We have to digest it. We have to read it, speak it, listen to it, act it out. So we have to participate. Amen? Say, I'm going to participate. So first of all, we're going to look at uh, the word choose, freedom to choose, okay? We're going to start with the first letter, C. This is, I'm going to give you a little step by step guideline to follow, okay? Follow. It says, look what Christ has done. Step one look what Christ has done. Say, step one look what Christ has done. Make your decisions based on what Christ has done. For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. Colossians 1. He cleansed us. He forgiven us. We have to remember what Christ has done. No matter how dirty we feel, come back to Jesus. Look what you've done. Look what the Lord has done, right? Y'all get all fired up right there, right? But think about this freedom to choose. Freedom is not free. There is a a price for freedom. There is a price for freedom, and Jesus has paid the price for you to choose. Jesus has paid the price for you to choose. It's up to you what you shall do. What are you going to do today? Jesus has paid the price for you to choose today. The things that hinder us and the decisions that we make, what's some of those things? Unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, hurt, pain, depression, rejection, worry, anxiety, being critical, religious perversion, bondage, addiction, and negative words or curse words. Maybe it's fear of man. Maybe it's fear of performance. Those are things that will cloud your decision making. Can I get a witness on that? How many of you guys have made some bad decisions in your life, right? So how do we get free from those things? I'm gonna go fast because we're like, you know, already into the service, but we might be here till three o'clock today because I get excited. Because you're gonna get free today. Your family is going to get healed today. Your your relationship with your spouse is going to get healed today. Your children are going to step up into their calling that God has called them from the beginning of time, and he is preparing them today to walk in those works. Amen? So here's some scriptures. I'm going to go fast, okay? So here's some scriptures that can help with making you free in your decision-making. This is personal reflection right here. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God uh, and Christ forgave you. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with your generous spirit. How many guys need some joy this morning? Restore the joy of my salvation. Create in me a clean heart, O God. These are scriptures. These are lifelines. These are powerful words that will break down strongholds in the name of Jesus. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you and you and you for he cares. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your cares upon him for he cares. He's speaking right now. Come to me, all you who are labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now this last one I'm going to read. Check this out. I get kind of excited about this one. The righteous cry out. And the Lord hears. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears, and delivers them out of all their troubles. That sounds good right now, right? Check out this next part. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivered him out of them all. Now you may be going through some afflictions right now, but where are your eyes? Are they looking to the heavens where my help comes from? Are you positioning yourself in prayer and hearing the Lord's voice? Because he's saying, I want to deliver you out of that f- affliction right now. I want to deliver you out of that anxiety and stress and suicidal thoughts. I want to deliver you out of that negative mindset or religious spirit. You're being so critical and hateful all the time and judging that person all the time. What's going on? The enemy is robbing your joy right now because you're so critical of somebody else. He... The Lord, God Almighty, delivers him out of this all. Say, I want to be delivered today. I I want to be set free. See, you have to participate. In order to be delivered, you have to want to be delivered. The next one H. Seek help. Seek help. Where are you seeking help? First step, seek the kingdom first, but seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Next step, seek the counsel of God. I like this. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. He counsels us. My heart also instructs me in the night season. So, when the Lord instructs us and we understand His voice speaking to us, we can rest at night. Our heart is beating and connected with the Spirit of the living God. Step three seek the counsel from others, godly people. Seek godly counsel. For by wise counsel, you will wage your own war. Check that out. Let me read that again. You should get excited for this. For by wise counsel, you will wage your own war, meaning that you're listening to godly input, and it's building up your spirit, man, and you feel like you can take on anything. Wise counsel will build you up, and you're going to overcome You're the one that's going to wage that war. It's not that person that's praying for you, but you're going to pray for yourself. You're going to rise up in your most mighty faith. And another part of that, and in the multitude of counselors, there's safety. There's safety, guys. Good, godly, wise counselors, there's a safety net there. You can be vulnerable. You can be open and honest. Next Scripture, my son, pay attention to my wisdom. wisdom. Lend your ear to my understanding. Kids, listen to that for a second. It says, my son, pay attention to my wisdom. Lend your ear to my understanding. See, your parents have been through some stuff. A lot of stuff, they don't talk to you about it because you're a kid and you might not really understand. And they're saying, please, you know, I don't want to tell my kid this because if I tell them that, that might give them a license to do what I did, right? How many parents felt like that before? You try to shelter and cover your kids. But kids, listen to your parents' instructions. Listen to what they're saying. Lean into that understanding so you can gain in wisdom. Don't think you know it all. There's some stuff. There's some stuff that they've gone through. Next step, O. Walk in obedience. You want to be blessed? You want to walk and make godly decisions? You're going to have to start obeying. Children, obey your parents. Parents, obey. When the God, God says, hey, you need to ask your child for forgiveness. You didn't really listen to their voice or their heart right now because you're all stirred up. So I've done it. My kids can testify. Walk in obedience. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So that's pretty cool. How do I walk in the spirit? Well, you know how to walk in the flesh, right? Right. That's where condemnation goes on. So when the Holy Spirit says, hey, don't watch that movie. Uh, don't hang out with that friend because they're not a good influence. Oh, God, I really I want acceptance and I want to be a part of their life. and I don't, uh. Holy Spirit says, hey, you don't need that person in your life. So are you going to lean to that friend that God's telling you to remove yourself from? Or are you going to say, okay, God, I trust you. If you're telling me to leave this friend, I need a friend. I need a godly friend. I need a godly friend. Okay, God, I'm following you. You may feel lonely for a little bit, but you ask and it shall be given. You ask, but you have to obey first if you want some breakthrough. Now, what's something that if we disobey? Here's a scripture that goes along with that. If you listen to the word and don't live out the message you hear, you become like a person who looks in the mirror of the word to discover the reflection of his face in the beginning. You perceive how God sees you in the mirror of the word, but then you go out and forget your divine origin. You forget who you were created to be. Pure, holy, establishing the kingdom of God, walking in those works that he has for us. You forget when you disobey because you're so ridden in guilt and shame and condemnation. Let's change the course of that through obedience today. Let me get a drink real quick. Y'all good still? Yes. getting fired up? second oh trust the process of overcoming Mm. trust the process of overcoming so what do you do while you're waiting what do you do while you're waiting my brethren count it all joy when you fall into various trials knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience but let patience have it perf- its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. How many of you guys want to be perfected? How many of you guys want to be complete? It's okay to go through those trials. It's okay to go through those afflictions, but it's what you focus on. Are you saying, God, thank you for this trial. Thank you because you're t- creating a godly character inside of me because I struggle, God. I don't like this right now. I can testify that going through cancer the last ten years, off and on. But I say, God, I trust you. I trust you no matter what. I can remember. Well, I don't want we'll to get in there. will get I'll start crying. <sighs> Wait on the Lord, be of good cheer. And he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, oh, the Lord, he shall strengthen you. Will you believe that scripture? Will you grab a hold of it? Will you speak it? Will you declare it? Lord, you're going to strengthen me. I feel so weak right now, but you're going to strengthen me. Now, this is probably one of my favorite passages because I hear a lot, man, I hate San Angelo. I don't like San Angelo. I don't want to be here. Y'all, y'all hear that some? Yeah. This is a terrible place to live. You need to repent. Because God has you in this place in this hour. And this scripture is very clear. Psalms 37, it says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in San Angelo. Dwell in the land. He says, dwell in the land that you're at and feed on whose faithfulness? God's faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and He shall give you the desires of your heart. He is not going to give you the desires of your heart if you're not dwelling and being faithful where He's planted you. You have to rise up. You have to trust him. You have to dwell and press in to the God. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him. He's saying, trust me again. Trust me when it doesn't make sense. And he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and be patient, patient, and rest in the Lord and wait patiently on him. Alright, moving on. Y'all gonna wait on the Lord? Y'all want your desires to come to pass? Yeah, we all do, right? There's something inside of us that's like longing for more. Longing. There's so many desires that maybe have not been met yet. Would you just commit those desires to the Lord and just say, Lord, if this desire's not of you, take it away. And if it's still there, he's saying, I've given you a desire. Would you give it to me? What are you passionate about? Next step, S. Repent from sin quickly. Let me be clear. The anointed one has set us free. Not partially, but completely and wonderfully free. Say, I'm free. free. We must always cherish this truth. And stubbornly, y'all know what I'm talking about, some of you guys, right? Stubbornly refuse to go back into the bondage of our past. We must refuse. I am not going back. I am not once what I was. I am this now. I am a child of God. I will walk with my head up high. I will walk with dignity. I will walk with respect. I will walk with humility. I will walk with grace and compassion and mercy. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all. I said all. All unrighteousness. He'll cleanse us. You know, sometimes when we hold on to that sin, it becomes such a deep root. And it's hard to break free from that root because we kept on saying, when the Holy Spirit was saying, don't do that, don't do that. You've allowed sin to take root. And now you're in a major addiction now. You're hooked on pornography. You're hooked on drugs. You're hooked on whatever it is. You're hooked on abuse. You're hooked on hate. And God wants to set you free today. Now, this is going to be a big one right here. E, this is huge because if we do not grasp this idea, we're not going to change. We're living in the moment. Your decisions, your decision today can have an eternal impact. Your decision today can have an eternal impact on your outcome, not only for you, but your kids, your family, your employers, or employees, whatever. The decisions that you make not only affect you, but they affect others. And it can make an, an eternal impact. An eternal impact. So what do we do? How do we do this? Guys, we're not perfect. But we got to be real and transparent, right? We struggle, right? We struggle. I will say this the um it makes me think back to the last time I relapsed. Uh, in November 2019 at um I was I was doing good and and we got over the hump and we, we got we had over a few years behind us, and it was the fall of 2021. And the doctor said, you have questionable blood work. Man, I've already been through this journey 10 years. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, my goodness. Are you kidding? But we prayed imedi- immediately. We prayed immediately. The next week, my blood blood came back good. And then what happened, well, I thought the doctor, they were prepping me for another transplant, and they, I thought we were just staying the course. And in February 2022, the doctor, uh, when I had a doctor's appointment and all the transplant team came in the room and they said, Jeff, we're prepping you for a bone marrow transplant. I'm like, are you kidding? I thought we were just staying the course. I don't have cancer right now. Have Some of y'all had those weighty moments where you got some bad news and you just feel crushed. And when, when I heard the words from the doctor, something didn't check right with me. I was just like, This doesn't sound right. This is an attack of the enemy. It doesn't feel good. We're going to go have to pray about this thing and pray about this thing. And so we went home, talked to the pastor, talked to our elders, and they said, Jeff, I think you need a doctor. Doctor loves you. And I think you need to go through with the transplant. And some of y'all have already heard this. I was like, God, I don't want to go through the transplant. I don't want to do this. But the Lord spoke to me. The key of all this, what I'm teaching you right now, Is hearing God's voice. In the fall, God said, Jeff, trust me no matter what. December 2021. February 2022, I got the bad news that I had to do the transplant. And so I wrestled with that and said, God, okay, I'm gonna trust you. You told me this, and I've seen the record, I've seen the history. Some of you guys have already seen God move. You need to grab a hold of those moments. And I saw the history and I said, okay, we're all in. I said, okay, we're doing this transplant. We're going to do this. We're going to go through this. I'm all in, God. I'm going to trust you no matter what. And we were planning on the move to San Antonio summer of 2022. Praise God. I didn't have to do that. The Monday before Resurrection Sunday, the doctor said, I need to see you if you're having as much crapper's host disease that I think that you're having. And he said, when when I showed up to the doctor's office, he said, Jeff, this is a miracle sign and wonder from God. We are canceling that transplant. So what am I saying here? Sometime God gives you a hard word. And he's saying, in this hour, Trust Him no matter what. We can't get caught up on the media. We can't get caught up in the banking system right now. We can't get caught up on our government. Christian people, please. Please don't get caught up in all the media stuff. You're called to a higher calling. You're called to focus on the kingdom of God. What do you think the enemy wants to do? Hey, this person said this. This person did this. No, 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 no. You're just as full of hate as that non-believer right now. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Let's cast that stuff off. Let's repent. Let's focus on the kingdom of God. And when we hear His voice, it's going to activate. It's going to shift. It's going to change things. So I'm going to recap what we just talked about. Freedom to choose, not always free. Christ is giving you a freedom to choose something today. And right now, you have a decision to make. Maybe you need to come up here and and lay down some things that you've been holding on. You're in that part right now, not always free. You want to be free. You want to let off that guilt. You want to let off that shame, uh, uh, repentance, or whatever it needs to take place. I'm going to ask the uh, ministry team to go ahead and come forward. I don't know how this is going to be. I know we're uh, getting close to 12 o'clock. But I believe, as I, I was prepping for this message, I believe that this is for the families. I believe that this is for the parents to repent, to, to, to press in and say, God, I don't know what to do with my child, but I'm not going to control my child's decisions anymore. I am going to love them where they're at. I'm going to meet them. Uh, Lord, you're going to change their heart. Send the word of the Lord to them right now, and you're going to position and you're going to release that parent, parental control in a godly way. You still have responsibility to train in discipleship. I'm not, doing, I'm not saying don't do that. Maybe kids, you haven't been obeying your parents, and you've been really angry and frustrated about some things, and and the reason why that anger is coming out because you don't know what to do with these emotions right now. You don't know what to do with these emotions on the inside right now, kids, and you really just want to be heard. This is a time for you to come forward. So we looked at what Christ has done. Seek help. Obey. Trust the process as he's moving in your heart today. Repent. Repent today because it can be an internal impact. Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, Father, Father, I know that this word is for all of us, Father. We, Father, we want to hear your voice. We want to walk in power. We want to walk in victory, Lord. So anything that is hindering us from letting those things go today, Father. Father, we want to step in the promises of God right now.